0: You are listening to 11 o'clock comics episode 23.
1: Woo-hoo, woo-hoo, woo-hoo. The heart. And the artist reflected in their art. They formed their
2: creativity. Closer to the heart. Yeah, closer to the heart. Uh, it really was. I even, yeah, that didn't. Wonder it again?
0: No. <laughs> what well, the fuck you did? Hello, and welcome to Eleven O'Clock Comics. I'm Vince B. Uh,
3: I'm Christopher Naisman. woo I'm David Price. <laughs> and I'm Ben Fernanke.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's Jason Wood calling in on a landline due to uh, moving circumstances.
4: From the hotline. I, just, yes. I don't want to be echoed or dropped off like I was last week.
0: Uh, so. You're not going to be. See the lengths right. we will go to to produce this show? Nothing is impossible. For us. Now we
3: go to special correspondent Jason Wood in Bray Roots. Jason. God forbid.
4: I am hiding under a desk right now. There is tracing fire all over. But I did manage to read JLA twenty seven.
0: Good man.
3: Take <laughs> <laughs> it away, Chris. Oh, yes, um booze. Um what's strange? Uh, Mr. Wood, uh, I think you've been drinking a lot the last week, so, uh, why don't you go first, uh, what's your, uh, what's your 11 o'clock comic kind of cocktail?
4: Well, uh, tomorrow night I'm going to a little, a little Wall Street, uh, shindig for some of my fellow commissarants, and we're going to be drinking scotch all night, so I wanted to go for something a little lighter tonight, uh, so I'm drinking, uh, taking a page out of Mr. Vince B's book, probably stealing his thunder. I am sitting here drinking an ice-cold yingling lager.
0: Yeah, it's stealing any thunder. Great minds think alike.
3: Nice. So I w- do we even need to check, Vince?
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Aluminum can of Yingling traditional lager.
4: <laughs> For the record, I'm I'm drinking out of a bottle. Yeah, you you know that. That,
3: that that doesn't make it any less boring, would? But uh, <laughs> I'm not disputing that. <laughs> David, pick me up here.
2: Uh, I believe we found out it was called a Greyhound vodka and uh, grapefruit juice.
1: Ooh,
3: there you go.
2: Keeps you regular.
3: Thinking of grapefruits. Do you guys have uh, Lacroix out there, the the carbonated water in a, in a can stuff? Yeah, it's no. we, we drink that a lot around the house. It's instead of like soda, you know, or pop as we call it around here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: pop. <laughs> you guys go back in time and get stuck in 1951. Really? Hey,
3: Jesus, party. You know that, that, kind of kind of fun like regionally how. Different people say soda, different people say pop yeah uh, yeah. yeah in in chicago it's it 's pop but i 'm from southern Illinois, and it 's soda, so anyway, they uh, Lacroix makes a a grapefruit flavored uh, version now, i we 've been drinking it, so sorry, just uh, um, getting off the subject there. My drink this week uh, is called an emerald, and I had to uh, <laughs> uh, I
1: had, I had
3: to call in some help. This week uh, because I had uh, I had originally found uh, a drink for my my comic shots article over at uh, over at iFanboy where I where I try and uh, uh, recommend a drink and a comic book that are thematically tied together and I found a drink called an emerald forest and it was terrible I mean it <laughs> was it was it was awful it was uh, gin and cream dement and white cream dement and it tasted like really really bad cough syrup it was awful so i called up uh our uh, our favorite uh our favorite Boozing comic book fan, uh, the freaky tiki, and uh, and he uh, <laughs> helped me out. Called me back in about five minutes uh, after I after I hollered at him, and had uh, a drink all ready for me. Called an emerald, and it is also a gin drink. It is uh, two and a half ounces of gin. It is an ounce and a half of blue carousel and a half ounce of freshly squeezed lemon juice, and a uh, uh, optional. If you want to stay with the theme, you just put a drop of yellow food coloring in that blue concoction, and it turns it a nice shade of green, and mm. that is an emerald. And that it is, good. it is quite delicious. If you like gin, it's, um, um, you know, I, w- I would definitely call it a uh, a before dinner drink because of all the mm-hmm. citrus flavors in it. It's very much an aperitif. And uh, you, you love it whenever I say the French words. <laughs> You're turning me on.
0: It's like, it's like I'm a Mr. Adams.
3: My French is terrible. <laughs> my, my wife the other day just kind of finally told me to stop trying. So, <laughs> it's a
0: querida. Okay. Yeah. So,
3: anyway, if you want to find the, the comic that uh, is thematically tied to the Emerald, you can go to uh, ifanboy.com right now and uh, read my article, Comic Shots. See,
0: I, I couldn't think of Gomez, but now I can. It's like my short-term memory shot. Mm-hmm. What's What's mm-hmm. with that? Don't let Wood guess, because he'll get it like last week.
4: Dude, I'm on uh,
3: a roll. That was um, nice. Very very well done, Wood. I nailed very that well. shit. I'm not going
4: to guess. I think I know what it is, but I'm not going to guess, because I don't want to steal your thunder two weeks in a row. So. <laughs> uh, David, you guess.
2: Well, I already started chuckling as soon as you said Emerald, so...
3: I won't say yes or no. Just... Well,
2: well, I gotta, it's, it's probably a 50-50 ch- I'm surprised you're going with DC two weeks in a row.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
2: But uh, it's, it's either one Green Lantern book or the other is my guess. I'm thinking it's John's. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Chris is more of a, nowadays, more of a Hal fan than he is of the, of the Green Lantern Core book.
3: And Wood, your guess?
4: Uh, I'm going to say Green Lantern Corps, yeah.
2: My guess is going to be the same because
0: I don't want to break with tradition. I'm going to say Scar, Son of Hulk, only because I'm going to answer that every week. <laughs> every you're, going to say, week. you're going to have something like a, a purple daisy or something. I'm going to say Scar, <laughs> Son of Hulk. Because uh, Daddy well, used to wear don't. purple pants. That's right. I'll
3: just have to go and find out, so I won't, won't let you know if you're, if you're right or wrong. So, okay. Um, yeah. Hey, can I, can, can I get my last pimpage out here, Vince, and then uh, we can dive in on stuff? Maybe pimp? pimp. Yeah. Um, uh, Windy City Comic Con update uh, told everyone last week about our uh, our latest guest uh, wanted to let you know about our programming schedule now uh, first of all you can go to WindyCityComicCon.com and see all of our guest exhibitors uh, everything uh, there it's uh, October 25th at the Center on Halstead in Chicago Chicago's finest comic book convention but um, the day of uh, the event we're going to have classes on how to create comics um, including uh, writing for Comics with uh, Will Piper, uh, yeah. Josh Elder, and Mike Kennedy uh, drawing comics the awesome way with Scotty Young. Um, we have uh, a class called uh, uh, "What Does CMYK Mean?" Uh, coloring <laughs> comics <laughs> in, the di- in the digital world, and uh, Jason Malay, who's uh, who's a fantastic. Uh, A lot of people don't know about him, but watch out for Jason Malay and, and, and the work that he does. Uh, is going to be doing an hour-long seminar on uh, on coloring comics, and then we uh, have another. Uh, our last class for the day is called "We Don't Need No Stinking Paper: Publishing Comics to the Web," and we've got four uh, uh, pretty talented web comic. Uh, creators, which will be uh, teaching people how to publish comics to the web. So we got some some fun classes lined up for the for the show.
4: Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm punching punching myself in the genitalia that I can't make it.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, get Two, do one one for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Two thousand nine. We will give people more notice for next year. But if you are in the Chicago area uh, or you know Milwaukee, Northwest Indiana, please uh, please think about coming up. It, uh, it's going to be a great day.
0: You own Mm -hmm. the beginning of the show. It's yours. I
4: know. know. I'm done. I'm
3: done. No, I'm just saying. That's
0: pretty cool.
4: Hey, Vince, since we're doing (laughs) shout-outs, can I do a quick one?
0: Jump up and down.
4: I think it's one that you already are are, going to be partaking in as well. Um, I'm sure a lot of people that uh, listen to the show are familiar with the concept of the Wild Pig comic sale. Um, Wild Pig is a comic store in New Jersey that um, has a crazy 50% off sale uh, twice a year. And um, I've talked about it on... Various and sundry forms over, and been to I think three or four in a row now, and it's freaking awesome. It's a pretty small store in in mid, you know the mid, mid New Jersey area, but uh the, the owner Chris has freaking unbelievable selection. um Has you know 50 cent books, every trade you can imagine, great wall books if you're into that, which I am, and it's 50 percent, and it's no BS. It's 50 percent across the board. So anyway. Um, I look forward wow. to these things like crazy, and uh, and I, like I said, I think and uh, you've been to one, haven't you? Been have you been before? I've
0: I've never been to a wild pig store proper, but I have uh, partaken in their fifty cent books. Okay, they, yeah, they well, were at the CGS thing.
4: Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, so um, so their next fifty percent off thing, and it lasts. I think it's a uh, a twenty four hour. It goes all all weekend. So I guess what is that forty eight hours or so is going to be the weekend of November first, the first weekend. Of are November. they
3: are they actually open?
4: 24 hours a day. Yeah, one of the, see, I'm not sure offhand, one of the, one of the sales each year is a, um, they don't close and they actually do like a 24 hour comic book thing where they get a couple different local artists trying to do a a comic book in 24 hours. Oh, that's, Danielle uh, Corsetto, what's that? That,
3: uh, the 24 hour comic book day is, is it, is it next, next
4: weekend? It's soon. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's usually in in conjunction with that. So maybe that's right. The fall one, I know one of the year the sales each year is a open all weekend, including you know any any time they don't close, and the other 50 percent off sale is more traditional, like they close at nine or ten and then they open the next morning. But either way, um, you freaking have to go if you're in the you know the Jersey, PA, um, you know New York area, and you're you like buying comics, you, you really got to go because it's 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 freaking phenomenal. i uh, yeah.
1: I've, I've nice. spent.
4: An unbelievable amount of money each and each, every sale. And uh, and it's really for, you know, like I said, if you want to buy expensive books, you can. If you want to buy trades, they got every trade imaginable. And if you want, I mean, the biggest thing is he literally has, you know, probably 80 to 100 long boxes full of, you know, unbelievably discounted back issues, including, I'd say, probably 20 long boxes of stuff that's right off the shelves. I mean, stuff that's been, you know, for, that's been... Um, published in the last six to eight months and it's 50 cents a pop so you yep. know if there's those series that, that you know you, you just don't have to really get your budget on a monthly basis you can buy huge runs of this stuff for you know a couple bucks so uh, I'll be there and, and you guys can go I think it's wildpigcomics.com if I'm not mistaken little, little plug love there for uh, for for those boys because they do be yeah ready.
0: I would not be reading Amazing Spider-Man if it was not for Wild Pig
4: there you go and the I, the I hope I'll see you at this one Vince
0: yeah maybe I know Mr. <laughs> Devoid,
4: Mr. DeVoid is planning on being there
0: yeah You know, where he is, I am, I guess. So, Guilt by association. But speaking speaking of 24-Hour Comics Day, I tried that shit last year. That is unbelievably hard. And because I'm anal retentive and sweat over every single line, I was trying to do it, and I'm posting on the forum, and I'm like, oh, man, this is so hard. And I kept posting as I was doing it. And (laughs) Mike Norton comes on and says, shut the hell up and draw. (laughs) So (laughs) I never got it done. I, I got maybe like six six pages penciled and two pages inked and in maybe twenty hours. After twenty hours you pretty much know by what you have in your hand that you're either gonna make it or you're not and mm-hmm. by then I said, Nah, I'm not gonna make it. I'm just gonna go to sleep. I've sleep seen deep.
3: it I've seen it done and <laughs> it was uh, it was awesome. Chris Burnham did one at the twenty four or the twenty four hour podcast mm-hmm. that we did a couple of years ago. Which and was awesome, asked, by the way. It was a lot of fun. It was once the once the tech problems worked their way out. I, I hope it was enjoyable. But it was, uh, you know, speaking of the wild pig thing, which you know, being open twenty four hours um, at about. Three, four in the morning, you're almost guaranteed to have street people come in. So it makes <laughs> cool. it interesting. Uh,
0: but we, sh- uh, we should do a 24-hour <laughs> podcast. Oy. Yeah, that'd be so cool.
3: You know, the Crank is uh, crank's going to do it again. So oh, yeah? But yeah, you guys had a
4: lot of people rotating in and out.
3: Yeah, right. well, there's no reason that 11 o'clock comics can't get in on that.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I, well, I bet I mean, you David will make sense after about hour six.
4: Can we get into Guinness?
3: Yeah, just
0: yeah. That, that that would be the only hour.
4: <laughs> What's the? Uh, there's got to be a Guinness record for longest podcast by now, right? Ugh,
0: I don't even want to think about it. Oh, it's, it's
4: Raging Bullets has got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
4: they break their own record each week.
0: <laughs> and hour six on <laughs> Trinity number one.
4: That's just uh, on like, page about, two yeah. of Trinity Number One.
0: But how admirable is that? I those guys are driven. I really like that about them. Yeah, I do that. That they have that much love for the medium that they could talk for hours and hours on on, on just the you know the basics and the the fundamentals and then they get into the minutia. That's great. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, what yeah, I would say sorry, about the, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, it's uh, hard. Nope. I'm talking over people because I'm on right. the phone. I can't hear you guys. But <laughs> it's your turn. My bad. Um, no, I was just going to say the the best thing about Sean and Jim at Raising Bullets is. Um, my biggest regret is that I actually read Countdown because if I just listened to their episodes on Countdown which I did Mm -hmm. uh, not only did they cover each and every thing that happened in it but they made it seem about 50 times more enjoyable than it actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) did. so the next event Trinity as I told you I I dropped Trinity I'm going to just listen to Raging Bullets and enjoy it vicariously through them because I'm feeling it's going to sound a lot
2: Mm -hmm. more entertaining to me than reading it would have been I have a question about that what Mm -hmm. is that Mr. Pat Lick and I were discussing this earlier today. How do you think they're going to package Trinity when it goes to trade? Do you think they'll do the main Busiek and Bagley story as one set of collections, and then the backup stories as like a compendium or another yeah. set of trades? No. Or do you think they might I'd actually say a companion? Right? They'll have like a companion with the backup. Because because no, they were I don't think so. well the backup stories were they did tie into the main story, but they you know while. Like what's currently going on with our heroes on uh, on the antimatter Earth, and you have like you know Hawkman and Gangbuster and everybody—they're not really participating in that. So some of the, even though the backups do play into the main story, they are kind of standalone in a way.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, when, whenever it, it focuses on Gangbuster and Tarot, they're kind of on the sidelines. But as soon as it shifts back to uh, Enigma and the sparrow and uh, those are really tied in. I don't see how they can split those. Because um something will be started in the main story and in the very same issue they'll play it out in the the backup. So especially the um the uh Green Lantern and the Hawkman parts, those
2: were yeah, well, the way initial, tied yeah. In. Yeah, early on in the series. I mean, it's it without worrying about, you know, royalties or how anybody's contract breaks down, it it I can see it going with the straight Trinity story in trades and then the rest of the stories in another set of books because this way they can keep the accountants can keep the money separate. They know that, you know, Busick, Bagley, T Bear and everybody else will get the money from the main story for this collection. And then, you know, Ordway and Derenik and, and and Norton and Kessel and McDaniel and everybody else can just, you know, work on their backup story books. I, w- I would hope not. It's just it might it, it might just be a little jarring, you know, if you're waiting for the trade and now, you know, you're reading, you know, here's fourteen pages of Bagley and T bear and now now here's the backup tale. It's like, you know, so are you going to then put maybe the backup tales in the back of the trade? Or are you even going to make a, a flip book trade?
0: You can't because they're they're tied in too closely to the main story. In in, in most instances they are. Er, like like we said early on when they were going on who Tarot was and Gangbuster getting and back up the
2: stuff. and The convict and yeah. Yeah,
0: like right. The convict stuff that was a little bit on the sidelines. But as soon as the the plot started to unravel, it they meshed perfectly. But
2: but there's also there's also nothing stopping them from interjecting the backup stories into the main story. They can take a couple of pages from the McDaniel story and put it right in between the Bagley work and mm-hmm. just yeah, to well, just to tell the story. You're right. 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 So. I, I mean, think I was was just a
3: thought. To, uh, I'm looking forward to having those library bound. I think that's hell yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm even gonna buy a library bound countdown just so I can have a nice effective brick to hit somebody with when I finally <laughs> find say. out who who Green Lake is. Have you guys
4: ever had something uh library bound yet? Uh,
0: not yet, but I'm getting yeah. my books together.
4: Me too. I'm I'm one of the things about the new house is it has this this overlook in the uh, in the main, the great room, and um, it's really ideal to have like a, a library set up up there. So I want to get a library shelving built in there, like built in, and I want to have, and that's giving me the impetus, I, I really want to get a ton of comics bound because I think they would look badass to be up on a nice. library like that. So we, mm. used to
0: have a, we used to have a great room in our house. It used to be the bedroom, but then after the, for our first child, <laughs> <town, laughs> <laughs> it ain't it, so great anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay right, yeah. Boom, pssh, I got a million of them. So dumb. let let's just jump into comic talk. This is, a, this is a pretty pretty long lead in, so we need to do what we got to do. I, I read a boatload of stuff. First of all, I want to just ask everybody because there's a big reveal. Well, th- there's a, a major deal in All Star Superman number twelve. Did we all read it?
3: No, so, I tell you what. But I need to go um, replenish my drink. So why don't you talk about it and I'll be back. All right. In okay. Okay.
0: Wood, did you read it?
4: Um, I don't read All Star Superman as as we've talked about. I. I plan on buying the, the trades, <laughs> I, I, I just haven't, um, haven't read it yet. So I read oh, the first so issue and, and actually liked it a lot. Um, I got it for free comic book day, so feel free to spoil away. I'm, I'm totally fine with
0: it. Mm, I don't know if I want to do that to you.
4: Well, actually, I think I may already have been spoiled because I listened to the iFanboy guys this week uh, and they talked about it, So and they're a spoiler podcast, so I, I, I would imagine you're not going to say anything they, had. they didn't already.
0: Yeah, well, and even if you listen to our show, we do have a transmission from the RAF radio this episode, and he spoils the shit out of it, so... Well, there you go. Yeah, well, it's been building to the point where Superman has become supercharged with radiation from our yellow sun to the point where his body is breaking down.
4: Well, wasn't that in All-Star Superman number one?
0: Right, but it's a, it's been a progression. It's steadily okay. gotten gotten worse, mm-hmm. and... He's been doing these labors that he wants to get finished before he expires, and the the last labor is to deal with Luthor and defeat Solaris, who has poisoned our son. He uh, Solaris kind of duped Luthor and took uh, it upon himself to spo- to uh, poison our son to the point where now our son's blue and it's not it's not giving off the right radiation and everything's all screwed up and. Morrison gets a nice little twist by putting this prologue in the issue where you think something's going on but in effect when when you read the prologue Superman's fate has already been decided. He's dead, effectively dead. His physical form is no more. He plunged into the sun in order to stop in order to counter the poison mm-hmm. and and what Morrison did in the beginning, he's in a it looks like Krypton to a certain degree and there's uh, an earthquake uh, an upheaval occurring and Jorel comes to talk to to Cal and he he says uh, something along the lines of dad I'm real busy let's get this moving and uh Jorel effectively tells him he's he's dead you're you're dead and you got to make a decision to either dis- have your consciousness disperse and be nothing, or step up to the plate and stop this thing from happening. And so, you're reading it, thinking, "Okay, well, maybe this is leading to something." And it's already, it's a done deal at that point. Superman is dead, and that's one of the little neat little Morrisonisms that he threw in there, where he he ju- he switches the timeline on you. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing, amazing issue because how fitting is it for a ma- a super being who gets his powers from the sun on one like. Not not meta text level, but just straight history of Superman level, where he gets his powers from the sun and he sacrifices himself to give power back to the sun. But on a meta text level, you have Superman, who in the DC universe anyway is the is the center of the universe. He gives that entire universe reason to be, in my in my opinion. And in in Morrison's book, he sacrifices himself to. Prolong the universe. That's so fitting and that's that's typical Morrison. I just thought the issue was fantastic. You gotta read it. It's awesome. David read it.
2: Yeah. David, d- David did read it. Da- <laughs> no, David David read it and uh and he enjoyed the story. Stop I talking about, myself about the yourself as a third person uh, <laughs>
4: David, David. Yeah, really.
2: Ricky, Ricky Henderson all the
4: time. Creepy,
2: <laughs> creepy. <laughs> no, uh, he did like Reptomic. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it was it it was a good story. I uh, you I said to it, me, I, I was telling yeah. Vince earlier that it wasn't um, it wasn't as visually strong as the first eleven issues. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, you know, it's still it's still a good looking Frank Wyattly book, but it's not as good as the rest of the series. It was. It's and, and in that regard, that that might be the. Only letdown I can find after reading eleven and looking at eleven great issues of Frank quietly artwork digitally inked by Jamie Grant, and you have, and then you have this issue which just doesn't look as strong, and it just it kind of didn't pack that that as powerful punch, but it uh, you and like.
0: That- the artwork was maybe a little little loose little um
2: a little more loose yeah little, a little, little, little thin. Loose than used to it there, well uh there were some scenes the prologue was great like superman talking to jor-el like when when, when the L's were talking to each other i thought those were some great panels it's still laid out beautifully but uh you know obviously something's going wrong with luthor because you know his 24 hours is is running out so i can understand something not looking right but just the line was just it, in some places it was a little thick, a little bit more loose than than usual, and it just. Uh,
0: I have an answer. Of course you do. Maybe it's a, maybe it was a, a a stylistic choice based on the tone of the issue, because at this point Superman's body is starting to break down, so quietly. Maybe took it upon himself to be a little looser with the lines, a little, a little uh sparse. But maybe as s- well, no, 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 to <laughs> r- run with me here to to maybe su- suggest because I agree with you, it wasn't as exacting as Quitely's work usually
2: and, is, and you know, and, it, and and it very well could, and I'll go with you because it could very well be a stylistic choice because, you know, this was never. This was a book that was never on a set schedule. It took us over a year just to get to the twelfth issue right. so, so I know he was it's, it's not like he was playing racquetball instead of you know putting out a comic book he He, he works on the comics as he can and and this is what we got and then, like you said, before we started, poor Quietly is still better than some other guys on their best day so yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't disagree with you there
0: and there was a lot of air to the compositions. Every the every panel had a lot of uh, not negative space, but there was a lot of breathing room. Where usually he goes in and fills in a lot of detail and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now when Luther catapulted yep. through the windshield of the of the the vehicle with all the glass and the mm-hmm. it was it was almost Jeff Darrow esque. But just for that one brief uh, segment, when then it went back to that that light airy almost almost uh, gestural kind of drawing, which I kind of liked.
2: But, but I mean, when you when you look back on the books, like with with the various Superman or with on on Bizarro on oh, the Bizarro yeah, planet, yeah. I mean, you know, he quietly put a lot. I mean, we're talking about like back to the days of New X Men. The, these these panels, these pages were packed yeah. with 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 lines, and you know, it, it it was still, it was it was the end of the story. It was it was you know the swan song for this particular storyline and. And I think they both did a great job. And, and it was, I mean, I don't know if you could say it was a powerful story. It was, it was almost, you know, listening to you describe it, it, it's almost like Morrison's take on whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. Yeah, it's in the same ballpark. You're right. And yeah. I was
0: thinking that when I was reading it, that this, this story is pretty much on a level with, Moore, with Moore's tra- uh, Hallmark Superman story. It, it has that same emotional punch. And I'm just going to attribute the, the artwork to the fact that uh, the Man of Steel is breaking down. So the artwork should uh, illustrate that fact. I'm going with it. Okay? There you go. <laughs> <Whatever laughs> Work how- for you, buddy. How about the the last page with the Superman
2: shield with the two the, the in two? it? The oh, that it, it was almost, awesome! It almost looks like the S is upside down. It's great. Yeah, I had to look it at really it twice. Cool. I was like, "Wait, yeah. that did
0: not look right." And then I went I'm back like, and
2: wait, where, where where are the John Byrne fishes I was talking about last week? Yeah,
0: and Chris, you did you read JSA Kingdom Come the first part?
2: Yeah, I've read all of. Um, okay,
0: the, the, now it's, it's so far, there's a scene in there where the Kingdom Come Superman breaks out of the the JSA headquarters and he's all confused and and he flies over the city and he sees a girl on a ledge trying to commit suicide Do you remember that that sequence yes okay and she 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 walks off the ledge and he saves her and he says something to the effect of there's always hope or there's always um you know you can get through anything if you just try blah 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 did you read all-star superman number 11 i'm i'm thinking it's in 11 where There's a scene in there that's almost thematically the exact same scene where Superman's flying by and he sees that goth type girl on the ledge where in in the JSA it was a goth type girl and she's she's attempting suicide and Superman flies down and gives her the old pep talk and tells her there's always hope. Is it just me or did those two scenes seem like maybe Morrison and Johns had a little something going on the side where they said let's do something similar? where you can almost have like an almost a multiversal effect where even though one was the kingdom come superman and one was the all-star superman version that these events are happening in different universes at the same time
3: we'll go back and check
0: well i see i can't find my all-star superman 11 i must have bagged it or or did something with it i can't I, i was looking for it before we recorded just to to find out but i know that there was a scene very similar as to the Kingdom Come scene, and I, I can't find it. So somebody out there, if you you have a, a scan of the page of All Star Superman with uh, him saving the Goth Girl, and I'll, I can always scan my JSA page. I, I'm telling you, they're real, real similar.
5: Hey, this is Daryl. I want to know why is it that with Secret Invasion they're supposed to be so good? Why is the tie-ins better than the damn store? Why is Thor? and M13 M- and all these different little tie-ins to Secret Invasion. They got more meat than the damn book itself that I'm spending almost $4 for every every damn time it come out. What the fuck going on? That ain't right. Put more meat in it. It shouldn't take no damn three three days, what, it, an hour pass, and it took six issues for one damn day to pass? It's bullshit. I'm going to cost too much to be doing all shit like that. Put more meat, main story. Then just hook it up. Put more meat in it, man. Everything don't have to be slow and drawn out like that. Dang. But I tried Fear Agent Volume 2. That's good. Rick Miranda, that's a good story. Later.
3: Mm, cool. How do you? How do you like having? Uh, you know, I haven't even really talked about that that much. How do you like having Kingdom Come Superman in the the mainline DC universe now?
0: Well, I, I'm playing a little bit of catch up because I don't mm-hmm. buy the JSA monthly. I bought the hardcover uh, first part of Kingdom Come. I thought the story was excellent.
3: Yeah, he's he's a member of the JSA now.
0: Yeah, it's great having another Superman around, but. It, as far as Power Girl goes, it's nice that she has a little bit of calm within the storm, where she can have somebody she can relate to. That's yeah, that cool. doesn't
3: that doesn't last long.
0: <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, <yeah. laughs> oh, okay, well, whatever.
3: Yeah, she she she's she's getting put through the ringer right now. There's a great, uh, it, was it the JSA annual that came out not too long ago? I yeah, okay, didn't the read it. Annual yet. or a a one shot that uh, that is an all Power Girl. Um, she, Power Girl is awesome. Yeah, she gets sent and back to
4: awesome. Earth too because Gog sends her there, and it's what happens mm. when
0: she's there. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Well, more catch up, but S- it's, Scary it's, Gog. She she's a character that that really tugs at my heartstrings for some <laughs> reason. I uh, I can only I can't understand what it is to be totally alone like that, but I can kind of approximate what she must be going through. And she's just she has this real tough as nails exterior, and she's bulky and you know in your face and she's always flying into the face of danger but she's really like a a bruised soul when, when you come yeah. down to it she's just looking for a, somebody to share her existence with that's that's got a sting
4: yeah you know she she doesn't uh, the way she's drawn I, she doesn't interest me much to be honest with you but but
0: get out of here
4: <laughs> no I, I too much too much disproportionate wow. disproportionate it's uh, She's drawn like a professional wrestler, which does nothing for me,
1: you
0: know. So, mm. Yeah, I don't go for that. But, you know uh, who does something for me, and you're all going to say I'm a pig. Star Girl, the way they draw her. Oh hell yeah! E- Eagle Sham draws her in the most suggestive, but they're subtle. Like she'll just give you, she'll be looking at, um, like the guy, the firefighter, when when um, Flash came over and said she's a little bit too young for you. Just mm-hmm. just that 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 um, timid kind of glance she was giving him, but. You know, she was looking for a little bit of something, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want to put it I don't want to inject anything that wasn't I'm not saying she's gonna jump <laughs> no, into bed with them. But she's at that age.
1: Something.
3: No, I don't. Stars
0: and <laughs> no, no. But I I, I just like the and another one is Jessie. She was a hood ornament to me for a lot of years. <laughs> No, she really was. She was always like the you know, the, the the weird speed force cousin who would show up once in a yeah. while and then she went away. But once she became Liberty Bell, they she's more real to me now than she ever was.
3: I love the Liberty Bell character.
0: I yeah,
3: Yeah. Um and speaking of Eagle Sham, doesn't he draw the best expressions? I mean, this side of Kevin
4: Maguire. I was gonna in say Kevin Maguire, yeah, he's right up he's he's good. Eagle sham is legit.
0: Oh, yeah. He's, he's jumped up a bunch of notches in my book.
4: Mm-hmm. Hey, I have a two Superman-related questions for you boys. Shoot. Okay, first. Um, so, I've been reading... Uh, as you know, I moved, so I have a comic room now.
0: woo hey. and,
4: uh And I... Unfortunately, when we moved, I actually left two long boxes at the house. I just forgot them. They were in my office. And they actually happened to be um, my most recent stuff. So, for a good week and a half, I... Well, I'll read if I, I just read back issues and whatnot, so I pulled out. So I'd never read it, but I own it. the um, the Morrison, the Morrison JLA run, mm-hmm. and I pulled it out and started reading it. And um, we could talk about that. I, 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 it's pretty enjoyable so far. But my main thing, though, is that you know I wasn't really reading DC back then in any way, shape, or form. And I knew a bit because it was such a big deal about you know the death of Superman and his return and all that good stuff. But in the book, it's just you know he he shows up and he's he's the blue Superman. Now I remember hearing about that and remember hearing that there was a blue and a red Superman. Right, he was split into two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's going on? Because I'm through at least twelve or thirteen issues of that jail. Well, no, no, through Rock of Ages, so however many, maybe sixteen, what fifteen, sixteen issues, and there's been not even a mention of a red Superman or, or anything like that. So what's it's, what's the word there? I mean, the, consider the,
0: yourself lucky.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well I know, but it's so bizarre to see the Superman with blue skin, and then you know it's, it's just it's bizarre, so what's, what's the deal there?
0: D- David has a better mind for the past than I do, David.
2: Kuhlman. No no Kuhlman.
0: no, no, I, really, because you know what I can't really freaking remember No
2: it, uh, yeah, it was um,
0: it had something it to have something do with, with Final the night
2: or is that when he got his powers back
0: it was It was right before the Millennium Giants.
4: You're talking total foreign language to me.
3: I
0: don't know where's Caters there. that. It's, uh, no, yeah. Yeah. T- I know. Yeah, Tom will
2: post on the forum when this episode uh, comes Tom out. Tom would know all about this. Okay. So.
0: it had to do with he. I remember for for a time being mm-hmm. he w- he was becoming supercharged. Yeah, he where, has, where he's he's like, was.
4: He's absorbing electricity. He can absorb energy right now and project it. That's his. Power. Well, well.
0: Before that, he got oh. a a huge influx of power to mm-hmm. the point where he became like his his he his body was physically extended to the his arms were huge. Mm-hmm. And you remember that power surge? I think it was called or power really? something power. And uh, it may have been a result of that where he had to dissipate the energy and he split. I don't remember. I really don't.
4: Well, it's really um, very nineties ish. You know, yeah. Very much. yeah. I mean, it 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 definitely takes away from. I mean, I I have such high expectations for Morrison now that I I went into this probably expecting a little more depth and uh, ingenuity than I'm I'm getting so far, and maybe it gets more creative as he goes along. But it's 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 just very very evocative in the '90s. And I mean, I don't know what you guys think of him, but this is really um, you know Howard Porter's the artist, and, and he he, <laughs> just, he isn't doing much for
2: me. <laughs> so, he he gets. He's gotten better, I think. He mm-hmm. also did uh Underworld Unleashed. He did okay. he he worked on a couple of things and he um I guess yeah, and some there there might be some times where he come off as a little stiff or or the women yeah. can look a little on the masculine side.
0: I'll say.
2: Yeah, so to put it lightly, but
4: uh And I think I, he's I, by John John Dell, if I'm not mistaken. John Dell,
2: yeah, I believe so. Yeah.
4: I wasn't very familiar with him either, but uh, to, well, to Porter's credit I mean the first few issues I was like oof this is rough but to, to it, 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 sort of by a rock of ages he, he, he he's getting better I mean it's it, it, yeah. much more consistent by then so so maybe he was just early on in his
2: okay his career but it's it's thing. it's surprising that you know here's here. this is supposed to be DC's flagship book and you're giving it to Howard Porter who not a lot of people might be familiar with I mean you know mm-hmm. you, you you would give George Perez, JLA, back in the 80s, and then he left that because he'd rather do Teen Titans. But you had, you know, John Byrne and Paul Smith and John Romita Jr. on Uncanny X Men. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. you try to give, you try to give your, your, your name creators those big books. And I don't know if, you know, someone owed Porter a favor, if he had pictures, if it was Morrison's pick. <laughs> but here's, here's, you know, here's how oh, we're was- drawing JLA. No, <laughs> it I'm not I, No, it, 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 it got better oh it sure wasn't, it wasn't his you know i mean mm-hmm. this was also the mulleted superman this was you know you had i didn't the, mind the mullet i had a mullet then too <laughs> oh jesus so
3: i can't imagine it, you with hair
2: i know hey <laughs> i i think i have the first trade too. i i enjoyed the story with the martians and 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 yeah. things like that but uh, and and i have the two-parter which um I actually still have those issues, I think. Aren't, where,
3: they, uh, aren't they releasing all of uh, Morrison's JLA stuff in the hard yeah, yeah, Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I have the scoop on Superman Red and Superman Blue, courtesy of Wikipedia. I was kind of uh, right. I mean, oh, you know it's right. true, then. Superman began to develop energy-based abilities after troubles he believed stemmed from a natural evolution of his original powers. His condition was unstable and eventually forced him to adopt a blue and white containment suit. He also gained the ability to turn his powers off, though this left him as vulnerable as a normal human. In the Superman Red Superman Blue one shot February 1998, a trap created by the cyborg Superman caused Superman to split into two beings who represented different aspects of his personality, though each believed himself to be the original. After an encounter with the planet-threatening Millennium Giants, the two Supermen merged and Superman returned to his normal powers and original costume. The explanation is vague. Superman felt he was rewarded for saving the world, although he later claimed in JLA Volume 1, Number 20, that he returned to normal when his electromagnetic energy dispersed. Mm -hmm. There you go.
2: I remember him getting a haircut for his wedding because he (laughs) was human. Because this was during the red and blue period. Okay, ah, there you go. Yeah, well, what was your other question, Mister? Uh,
4: other question was more more of a topic of conversation, which is uh, obviously DC's been getting some some heat for pulping a number of their comics. <laughs> I guess the most oh, notorious being the All Star Batman and Robin, which is now going for a sweet price on eBay if you want to get the the pre pre edited version. But interestingly, one of the issues of was it Action or Superman? I'm not sure which. What, action, action. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess it had a cover of of uh, of, of, of Pa and, and Clark hanging on a fence, drinking some brews, uh, yeah. like you would think two reasonable adult men could do. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, and apparently, he, he has a problem with that, and and pulped them, and then photoshopped in soda pop bottles.
2: Re- so, really, um, really poor Photoshop. Yeah, not, e- so I, not even soda you pop. Is, wh-
4: what do you think there? Because. I mean, I guess what I'm really, really unclear about is, you know, I'm certainly fine with the level of adult thematic stuff that appears in mainstream comics. I know others think it goes too far, but I'm actually fine with it. So I I guess I just find it so ironic that given it's okay for, you know, DC or Marvel to have literally, you know, depict... Human beings ripped apart in half in their current event books,
0: right? Uh, exactly. And, and yet, well, that's and animated. violence. they can't have violence. a cover
4: with a beer with clearly. I mean, unless they're going to contend that Clark Kent isn't twenty-one, which obviously he is. <laughs> uh, I just I'm not quite understanding why that would have been uh, inappropriate. So I'm for, sure. For
2: for one thing, you can't. You're not going to be able to rend someone apart with your bare hands like Superman can. So they they haven't out that way, but you can go and drink a beer. <laughs> like Superman can or put yourself on fire like Human but, Torch can but the way the, 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 I was looking at the cover there's nothing stopping them from saying that he was drinking root beer
0: mm-hmm. right
2: that but label the whole, the, the whole thing is nuts when you consider yes. the
0: average age of the, of the, of the comic book buyer mm-hmm. is, is probably of legal drinking age or better it it's, it's, it's a moot, it's a moot point. Yeah. It's a it's a moot point. Superman is is a of legal age to drink a beer because superman's drinking beer it's not going to spur a copycat wave of children going out to drink beer because superman drinks it. How many people buy superman or action comics? Seventy-five thousand at the most. Mm-hmm. Is, isn't that roughly about around what Action sells? Seventy-five, yeah. eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. It's nuts. Maybe DC would start selling more books if they stopped pulping the friggin' things.
2: What the biggest travesty is that you had to go and alter Gary Frank artwork.
0: Yeah, but but and and, and bringing up the DC Decisions book again. Okay. How I found out what the deal was with that.
3: Why did they pulp that? Was it the Condi
0: Rice thing? No, there was a terrorist related event. And in it was the, the
2: week of 9 11. Right,
0: right. And it, w- it was the week. They wanted
2: of- to wait a week, so they pulled a bunch of fucking issues instead of d- pushing the, yeah. the the release back. Did you read it? Did the issue itself? Not yet. Yeah.
0: You know what? I didn't expect a whole lot. And the past couple weeks, I'm to tell you the honest God truth, I wasn't really in the mood to read a reality based superhero tale, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was quite enjoyable. I, really? I found out something about Lois Lane that I would have never thought. But it's written by she, Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lois Lane is a Republican.
2: That well, makes sense. That works, yeah.
0: But, but we do not know Superman's affiliation, because she's uh, pestering him uh, curious as to how he was going to vote, and he won't tell her. He said it's a pact between myself and the voting machine, and in a manner of speaking, and
2: well, he's clearly a oh, libertarian. Wow, right? Put the stick I would his ass. think,
0: yeah, I would think he would be a libertarian, or at the most extreme, maybe a Democrat, but never. I don't think Superman would be a Republican.
3: Frank Miller said. Basically, he was a Republican.
0: Well, that's Frank Miller. He's insane. Yeah, well. <laughs> Bruce
4: Wayne Frank. is most certainly a Republican.
3: Oh, most of
0: definitely. Of is, yes. Yeah, most definitely.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what?
0: <laughs> but, uh, of course, Ali gets finagled into representing a candidate who he thinks is a worthy um, presidential uh, hopeful. And, as we all know, Ali's definitely a Democrat. Oh, sure. Oh, Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So you know, it, sadness, was, it was which, which, which really, if we if we have to think about things like that, then that pretty much means that Hal is a Republican, and I can't imagine that. Oh, I
0: think Hal's definitely so a Republican. Totally He's a member prepared. of the police
2: force. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> I can't think
3: like that though. Well, that doesn't mean anything because every cop in Chicago is a Democrat. So well, yeah,
0: but uh, <laughs> so it, savage dragon. There was some fantastic elements to it, but on the, for the most part, it was a a very. I, I hate to say this, but it was a very well
2: written. Well, we, yeah, reality Willingham also wrote it, right? It co-written?
0: I don't think so. I think it was all Winnick. I I can, I can oh, well,
4: look uh, right no, here. No, yeah. I thought it was Willingham and Winnick, and Willingham was supposed to be writing the conservative side of things, and Winnick was supposed to be writing the Democratic
0: side of Really? Let's see. Yeah, oh, Willingham I moved it.
4: Isn't yeah, it also a, a two-parter? I mean, you might have read It's, it's a four-parter.
2: A four-parter, right? Yeah,
4: oh, okay. Yeah, because so. yeah, I The, can't the, the it. first and third issues are by Winnick, and the second and fourth are by Willingham.
2: Uncle
0: Scrooge came out today. Woohoo! Oh,
2: sorry. Wow, wait. Who, does someone, somebody hit over the Uncle head with a segway board. Out every week, the way Vince brings it up. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay,
0: I'll, I'm going to throw my buddy Wood a bone. <laughs> Last uh, week or two back, um, I bought a run of New Exiles, and you I went down. A, on the right. I went down on a Sunday and bought some books, and then that following Wednesday. I bought some more Mm -hmm. New Exiles, and it just so happened that I bought two issues that I I already had. So the local comic shop owner let me swap those two issues for two issues that I I didn't have, Mm -hmm. which was cool. And today, I swapped the two New Exiles for Deadpool number one and number two. You, man. And I read them, (laughs) and I'll tell you, they're a lot of fun. Nice. I, 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 I really, really enjoyed them I, I I knew from reading Deadpool in the past i, I didn 't have too many expectations going in. I knew it wasn 't going to be very connected to what was going on in the Marvel Universe, even though it looked like there was a secret invasion yeah. tie into it, and there is yeah, but uh, i didn 't expect it to be a monumental event so I, I took I liked Deadpool I liked the character I thought I had a lot of fun
4: Wade Wilson.
2: Is my boy now with two issues in? Do you think Daniel Way is up there with Christopher Priest, Gail Simone, Ooh, Fabian? As, okay, no, well, no, well, he also had the six issues of Wolverine Origins, which really yeah. didn't impress me any. But I'm not a dead. I'm I'm not a um, typical Deadpool fan, so I, I think mean he's I'm off not.
4: to a good start. But I think okay. that he's. Uh, I don't know whether he had to or thought it would be a good idea or whatever with the secret invasion. I assume he probably would say, Hey, let's we're launching this this title again, let's let's make a little secret invasion, you get a bump. I, so I, I'd like to give him because I, I he did a lengthy interview on some podcast, I don't remember if Word Balloon or whatever, but I whatever it was, I and I remember he spoke quite a bit about um you because know, a lot of longtime Deadpool fans wanted to know if he was gonna bring back some of the more um, familiar, comedic supporting cast, you know, like T-Ray and, you know, and, and, and some of his female counterparts. And, and Way at the time said, well, they'll all probably make their way back, but to be honest with you, you know, Deadpool, if we're going to have this and be a, a long run that's going to last more than a year or two, um, we really need to have A-list villains and A-list, you know, um, team-ups, and, and and that we really need to, to make the focus uh, of that uh, kind of uh, more broadly into the mainstream Marvel universe, if we're going to sell this thing, and uh, and that sort of perked my ears up because I think that could be cool. But also, I mean, it, you know, I think one of the things that that so many of us are so fond of with Deadpool and the Joe Kelly run and and Priest and whatnot is is that you know that that sort of some of the in jokes of that 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 familiar supporting cast. So I just think you need to give him you know six to eight issues, at least one one or two full arcs before you can really judge but but i i mean I, I thought the first two issues were were really entertaining um certainly oh, yeah. everything i was hoping for
0: um, there's a, a metatextual line in the second issue that literally meta metatextual <laughs> that made me laugh literally laugh out loud and i won't say it because it'll ruin it for david but it has to do with the making of the Deadpool comic book as opposed to uh the fictitious world in which it all takes place. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about wood mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's it's so subtly done you mm-hmm. don't expect it and he just and Deadpool almost winks at you when he yep. says it, breaks the fourth wall it's It's yep. really, really funny well,
4: I think too that's for for people that are listening that, that haven't read much Deadpool or don 't know him but are curious. I think it's important to to say that. That love or hate Deadpool, uh, uh, in my opinion, it's all you know. One of the main tenets of a Deadpool book is that he breaks the fourth wall. Right, So right. if that kind of thing bothers you, and I have you know friends that whether it be TV shows or whatever, just hate the idea of breaking the fourth wall, they can't really? um And if and if you, that's not for you, then then Deadpool's probably not going to be up your alley. <laughs> uh, it
0: it uh, takes but, me out of the story. Yeah,
3: d- don't read <laughs> Ambush Bug. really.
0: Oh, you know, yeah. like,
4: well, you know what? what yeah. is. It's funny you bring up Ambush Pug, though, because...
3: Well, wait, wait, wait. Just before we go there,
0: I just want to talk about Paco Medina for, for a, a couple ah, of seconds. I, I really like his work, and the style he does on display in New X-Men is a little bit different than what he's doing now on Deadpool. I, I, don't, I hope this isn't heresy, but I see a lot of Mike Ringo in this work.
1: Yes. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yep.
2: The, you yeah. didn't. Uh, you didn't check out New Warriors at all, right? The new series. No, no, no. The first, the first couple of arcs. He he penciled those, and I didn't read New X Men when he was on it. I still haven't read those issues, so yeah, I'm gorgeous, I'm, not, I'm not too familiar stuff. with his work there. But there were signs of of Ringo-esque work yep, in New yep. Warriors, yeah. and and i um, he. He's just. He seems that he's. He's been. I mean, he's been working in comics for a couple of years now. He just seems like he's. He's getting more comfortable with the page, and I think the first issue of Deadpool, which is the only one I've read so far, it it comes across that he's just having fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there's there's a a panel yeah. where Doctor Kilbrew is is speaking, and they they're it's a flashback to the Weapon X program, mm-hmm. and the 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 light and the the framing on. Killbrew and the and the way he draws the glasses and the eyeballs and just just the whole thing you would swear Ringo uh, drew it.
4: Yeah, it's a good point. You know, um, yeah, yeah, no, I I, I'm a, I, I like Paco Medina's stuff.
1: I've, yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've,
4: I've always liked it. I guess now I think back on it because <clears throat> I, I, I was a fan of of the New Orders as well. So um, yeah, kudos to him. I, I guess I still
0: think that the the Skrulls wearing costumes mainlining the the the, the heroes that they are making it's just stupid like why does the super scroll have black bolts tuning fork on his forehead yet he speaks what's up with that if if he was if he had black bolts power he would not be able to speak without destroying everything around him
2: well he can I, turn I those know. powers on Oh they can flip them on and off just like super scroll could just yeah, like Alert could yeah they don't they, they didn't oh okay it's not just you know that's yeah, who they're powers cool. they are. Exactly. They're just, they just they can they can they can't use them just like Clark. They can't use them all simultaneously. So he can use Black Bolt's powers, and then you know whoever else powers he might be, whose appearance gives off that uh, you know who else he can manipulate. But no, they can only, as far as I know, they can only use one power at a time. But yeah, they are kind of giving it away as to who else they can duplicate yeah. just by no, wearing that outfit.
0: This Skrull commander—is he supposed to be the Skrull? Uh, Tony Stark analog, because his name is Axturk, and it's like Stark. It's an anagram <laughs> of, of Stark. Is that, is that well, who yeah. this? God, I just something I picked up on. I don't know. Mm. But great, great covers by Clayton Crane. Yeah, I was going to say Clint Langley. Sorry, Clayton Crane. I really like the second one with all the Del- Deadpool scrolls. Yeah, I'm I'm in for at least twelve, probably more. I like it. I like it a lot.
3: Well, have you guys um, have you guys been seeing the new Marvel ads? the Embrace change. Embrace
2: change. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I, I, I've got a, I got a bad feeling about that. Uh, that if you're if you're like me and you could really give a crap about Secret Invasion or Scrolls or any of that, it, it's starting to look like the Scrolls are going to be around
4: the Marvel U for a while now. I think so. Yeah, but, but yeah. let's give credit where credit is due. Love or hate the Scrolls, it's pretty cool to see how, how many times have we have we all talked about. Why don't DC and Marvel actually advertise comic books as comic books on other mediums? And it's it's pretty damn cool to see Marvel actually doing TV commercials to advertise comic books.
3: Are they doing TV commercials?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had TV commercials for "Embrace Change." Yeah,
2: yeah. the uh, it they're
0: kind of creepy, though, don't
2: you? Think? Of course, of course. And and actually, Rich Johnston is in this week's uh, "Lying in the Gutters." The uh, the one with the scroll little girl at the uh, who, who's the pitcher for Little League? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually, uh, like, a, it's a Microsoft clip art image, and they yeah. just, you know, manipulated it for the scroll. But it's, in, in Secret Invasion, and I'm sure Chris will probably go get another refill now, the scrolls are only <laughs> saying that, you know, they, they, it's just, it, they have nothing against the humans. It's not, oh. they, just, they just want the heroes. It's, it's the heroes that are preventing them from fulfilling their destiny which is i guess you know taking over this planet so that's why they want they want to let the humans know that you know they're they're okay they're 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 not (laughs) they're not out to harm you so yeah because they need slaves well the Listen, we don't, we don't want to give away the whole V-plot line mm-hmm. yet, but, you, you know. <laughs> that's oh, you, that's you, another you, reason you, I'm why.
4: For in issue number seven, someone will look through a grate and see one of them opening up their mouth or what and swallowing a
2: whole uh, lot of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> that, that's another reason why mm-hmm, I Jane enjoyed
0: Ballard. Deadpool so much because it makes a mockery of the whole secret v- invasion thing. The, the Skrulls come off as bumbling idiots, and it just makes light of the whole uh, situation. That I enjoyed that a lot.
3: I, t- I did read A Secret Invasion tie-in that I really enjoyed last week. And Black Panther? No. no yeah, and,
0: <laughs> Why does everyone try and guess what Chris is reading? I, don't know, that's yeah. really
3: I want to try and guess what Chris guess, is thinking. Guess what Marvel book I read last week that wasn't terrible. Um, <laughs> that it, narrows uh, it down quite a bit. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <sighs> and it just proved to me that that scrolls work in space very well yeah mm-hmm. and,
1: i mean they're, oh, no they're,
3: question, they're yeah. yeah they're marvel they're they're marvel cosmic characters or they're fantastic four villains, and that's you know and that, that yeah I just uh, secret invasion hasn't grabbed me, but what's going on in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, I'm absolutely loving that series it is, and it's it's and, a tie in. It to be really
2: fun. It's it's a tie and it's a crossover that works in that title. It's not like it's forced like Amazing Spider Man or Punisher or anything like that. It it makes sense that it would, you know, affect the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now Nova, I'm not gonna spoil it because I'm not entirely sure as to how it happens, but I found out that Nova, which came out today, has a pretty big reveal. In its pages, also. Uh, I haven't, um,
4: I haven't gotten it yet. It'll come. Yeah, no,
2: that's why I'm not going to say anything, but I'm, I, uh, I need to track down an issue of this because I'm, I'm quite pleased with what I was told as far as I'm not saying it ties into Secret Invasion, but what happens in the issue, Diamondhead makes me fall. smile. Oh, Jesus Wait, Christ! <laughs> Diamondhead was clear.
4: Cool. His powers actually do work on the color yellow, or. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. My name.
0: very nice. <laughs> no,
4: I, I love, love Nova, but I, he is. A, when you step back and think about it, it's a. Pretty, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: okay. and when you know you can analyze the Guardians of the Galaxy too, and call them Marvel's Legion of Superheroes. It's the same damn thing, where the Legion is uh, their history and their. their Wait, a minute. Their, well, no, the no, no. There no listen, was the the, one. The, there was a the, yes. there.
4: Was a, uh, there was right, a, the
0: older one. I'm not talking about now.
4: Oh, okay. I was gonna because I didn't remember Shrub Boy or. Uh,
0: Boy, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the the Legion of Superheroes is founded on the legacy of Superman and and his ideals and his moral values and just there they're they're a, they're a organization of superheroes based mm-hmm. on Superman's ideas and, and, and ideals. Whereas yep. you had the original Guardians of the Galaxy were all based on Captain America. Mm-hmm. You know, the the whole freedom and liberty, and their ship was named the Captain America, and mm-hmm. so they, they, you can construe those as Marvel's Legion of Superheroes. Is the current
4: Legion series canceled or going to be canceled now that they're, John's is doing this whole three worlds?
0: No, no, no. They've they've solicited it up to, I think, issue 50, yes? Okay, because
4: I'm reading it. Yeah. I started it's reading awesome. it when Tudor jumped on just, just to give it a try, and... I don't think it's doing that well, but I'm I'm enjoying it know well enough. The,
0: the tone has changed drastically from the Wade days. Mm-hmm. Which weren't oh, really that, all that though. long ago. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. But, yeah, I like those uh,
4: first two trades. The art is nice. There's a little bit of cheesecake in everyone. Yes, I was
0: just gonna say the matt Frances art is the thing that keeps me coming back. Mm-hmm. Shooters shot, not really movies. Oh yeah. The, the first the first shooter issue with Phantom Girl looking uh-huh. in the in the vanity mirror and you mm-hmm. see the big old yummy. I mm-hmm. loved it. But as far as story yeah, yeah. shooter's not all that uh I think his best days are behind him. But, it, I mean, it's enjoyable. It's just not yeah. classic he's, Legion.
3: He's, yeah, he's not going to be on Legion for very long. Right? No. I mean, that was, that was really kind of a guest appearance kind of a mm-hmm. thing.
0: Long live the Legion. Love them.
5: Hey, this is Daryl from the Forums. Read the Secret Six new series from Gail Simone and Nicole, the artist. I can't remember her last name. But read the book. It's good. Support it. Read it. Love it. Kiss it. It has a lesbian in it, damn it. What can go wrong when you have lesbians in something? It's always good.
0: Did anyone here read Tor?
3: No, sorry. Not no. yet.
2: It's. I'm I think
3: gonna... a cricket that's in the corner of my. No, room. no. I've heard, I've heard
2: no, that I tour want to. is awesome. it's It's a mini, show. so it's right. Exactly like Chris. Yeah, said. It's fantastic.
0: I I hope that whatever's behind this whole crazy universe in which we live, mm-hmm. pats Joe Kubert on the head and keeps him alive for another fifty years because this man, he just makes me happy. His artwork, mm-hmm. is his his artwork is an instant time machine for me. I I, I look at a Joe Kubert page and I'm 12 years old again on the back porch with the giant oversized DC collector's edition of Tarzan. Mm-hmm. There you oh, go. Yeah, it's amazing how a man's line can just transport you. He make he keeps me young. Joe Kubert is awesome. I love his work and Tor. I, I read the f- uh, one to five two days ago mm-hmm. and it is just unbelievable well, and it's not as uh, there, there's, there's a little bit of sly uh, commentary I, w- I would say on the evolution of man in this thing where Tor is kind of the only enlightened being around his group of uh, compatriots or whatever and uh, there's one sequence in here where if you're a uh, Terrence McKenna Fan. Terrence McKenna has this uh, theory that human language came into being as the result of mind altering substances, uh, specifically the psilocybin mushroom, where there's a sequence in here where Tor takes a bite out of a, a fruit and he trips. He goes on, he, he goes on this mind expanding journey, and from then on, Tor is this enlightened being. He kind of, where, whereas everybody around him just eats shits procreates and sleeps, Tor actually takes his surroundings into consideration. He he doesn't just think for himself. He takes others and their well being into account and he, he tries and reason out of situations. It's it's Tor is an enlightened dude in a in a universe of of cave people. It's really cool. And I, I would never expect that from Joe Kubert. I would expect, you know, because Tarzan was pretty much a pulp action hero and you had you know trappings of of the 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 era in which tarzan was created but it, on this there was little under the surface of tarzan but this is this is almost deep wow. you gotta read it and the 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 art is just amazing it's it blows my mind that Kubrick can still be this sharp mm-hmm. after after all these years he does not Master do man. Really, there's not a bad panel in in five of these issues. They're all just gorgeous. He has an uncanny knack for body language and and expressions, and his panels are perfectly composed. Just, I love the man, uh, Joe. If you ever need a kidney, you can come to me. I will give <laughs> you one. I, I love Joe Kubert. God bless him. Get Tor. buy it. When when they when they collect it and put it in a hardcover, I'm sure they will. You gotta get it. It's amazing, amazing work. Go get it. There's a, a a Lovecraftian underground dweller sequence where it'll blow your doors off. The the double paid spreads are just yummy. They're amazing. I, I can't heap enough praise on this book.
3: Oh, um uh, speaking of praise and hardcovers, uh the lock and key hardcover came out today.
0: Yeah, I saw it. Oh, that, that means
3: I'm
4: getting it on Friday. Sweet.
3: There you cool. go. Cool. Enjoy. Nice. Enjoy the goodness.
4: I'm um, giddy. Yeah, I've been so anticipating that since you've been raving about it. I'm definitely looking forward to that. You'll
3: hate it, and you'll be like, "Chris doesn't like. know what the fuck he's talking about."
0: I'm so a <laughs> coward. I I
3: actually
0: like a lot of the stuff you oh, like. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did you say Derek Coward? Uh, yeah, he did. Uh,
4: hey, I got something. No, pretty well, cool. No, let's be in. honest. Derek, Derek and Chris were like oil and vinegar when it oh, oh, came to their tastes. I,
3: yeah, I, I, pretty, pretty I much. I love I love Derek. To oh, I know. No, name. I'm, I'm, I'm his, saying yeah, because his comic taste. taste in comic books is terrible. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> taste
0: <laughs> his taste in in uh, podcast affiliations is pretty terrible too. Oh, hey <laughs> now, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I love
3: Derek. Hey, I got something pretty cool in the mail today. Um, what you got? Um, uh, wrapper. It's going into into our gift packs for the uh, for the show, but I wanted to get a preview of it to make sure it was okay. Um, Avatar is going to be at the at the Windy City Con, and mm-hmm. they're they're giving away um, preview copies or pre um, um, the not not like the full on versions. Whatever. Um, Max Brooks is doing a full original graphic novel for avatar called uh the zombie survival guide uh recorded attacks and if you're not familiar with wait a minute
4: Mm -hmm. tell me about this because i you know i i talked about this uh what about a month or two ago how much i love the book yeah
3: Yeah. max brooks is um mel brooks's son and did uh did a couple zombie books one of them was the zombie survival guide which is an an Absolutely awesome, totally deadpan survival guide on on how to survive a a zombie plague, and then uh, World War Z. Mm-hmm. Had, had you read World War Z, Wood?
1: Yeah,
4: that's what I talked about. I beg I, that's said what I thought Vince okay. had to read it. Vince. Have you read it yet, Vince?
0: Pro- proceed. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> <laughs> not ready? yet. Did not you? yet. Yeah, it's I'm a, still I'm still making my way through American Gods, well, which we're heard talking heard, about. Heard, wait, which we're talking about on our forum. Forum.BullpenBulletinsPodcast.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, take it away.
3: So uh, Max Brooks has done a uh, written a full graphic novel that's coming out from uh, from Avatar. It's uh it's totally tied in to the zombie survival guide. It's called Recorded Attacks, and it, it sounds like or what it looks like. And they sent uh, you know like a little preview um, uh, issue that, that mm-hmm. has one of the stories, and it looks like it is a collection of recorded zombie attacks through history. Oh, and the, sweet! And, and the, <laughs> uh, the, the story that is in this little preview issue is, uh, is a zombie attack that takes place on a French uh, legionnaire fort in northern Africa in mm-hmm. 1893. So
4: there's a lot of gay zombie love?
3: No, you know, no, no, no. That's actually why I was checking it because these are going to go in gift tax. <laughs> I didn't want to have a. I didn't want to have a Gordon Lee uh, experience. So while while there is some you know uh, gore in it, there's there's no like Frank Cho, um, you know, King zombie What do you guys remember when that came out? Uh, the the Frank Cho zombie book with the uh, yeah. with the zombie uh, screwing the uh, screwing the cow. There there's no uh, zombie cow
4: sex. No amongst. crawl face uh, themes.
3: No, 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 but uh, no, just just straight on, uh, zombie story. But uh, the art is absolutely gorgeous. It's uh, it's done by, uh, Ibram Roberson. Wow.
1: And when's so,
3: it going to
4: be
1: solicited, Chris? Because
4: I'll definitely order it.
3: Um, it sh- I'm assuming that it is coming out very soon. It is. Um, Oh gosh, do they have a release date on it? Um, it's gonna be 160 pages uh, for 17 bucks, and it's
4: uh, October this month. Wait a minute, it wasn't. Soli- I must have missed the then. I, I, I probably because I my mind uh, goes into an absolute uh, bo- typing what raza when I see Avatar pages come up. But um, hmm, I, wow, I can't believe I missed the solicit. Yeah. I'm gonna have yeah. to. Yeah, I- uh, Midtown and pick that up. That sounds great. So,
0: I'm, yeah. I'm cooling on the Avatar books myself.
4: Uh, I, just, I haven't read many, so I just don't usually. It's just not a an great book.
0: So. I only buy exclusively Warren Ellis books from Avatar. Mm-hmm. And Gravel, not, well, Black Summer's finished, but Gravel and uh, No Hero, I, I enjoy them, but if they were to go away, I don't think I'd cry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I buy them because it's Alice, and I respect him. And I, I he usually expands my mind and makes me think about things that other books don't. But lately, I don't know. Like Doctor Sleepless is just kind of it's it's there. I, mm-hmm. I'm not really I'm not in the right mind frame to read it. I don't know why.
3: Freak Angels. Have you been reading that online?
0: Mm-hmm. Love it. Has
3: it been is it, okay? Um, I have not read it. Because I, I, I had a feeling they were going to come out in in a trade.
2: Yeah, the uh, hardcover is uh, should be out either the end of November. It'll be out for the holidays. I know that. And, and that is, it was that solicited false. last month. Yeah, yeah
3: that's Ava- that's Avatar that's putting that out as well. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So
1: yeah,
2: the uh, the the art is. Um, Did you just pee? It sounds like it. That's it, Somebody someone, pee? Someone's taking a leak, dude. <laughs> hey, man.
1: I'm being
0: brother. Uh, it's a first. Because <laughs> his phone,
2: cause his phone doesn't have a mute button, I guess. This
0: is this is a special water sports episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, The golden
2: showers. Uh, it
4: re- this is raw, baby. Uh,
0: oh, that's awesome! You got to do that every week. Jesus <laughs> Christ. We'll we'll work our way up to a duke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the 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 art is that was classic. Not, that was really I'm, good. I'm trying to rein us back in, but it's all right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh. the the story is obviously it's an Ellis story, but the uh, He's so the, proud the, of himself. <laughs> it burns! <laughs> it burns! I give up. I'm done. <laughs> uh, that, stick
0: a fork in me. <laughs> that was great. Well, we still got a good ten, fifteen that's, minutes that's left. What to, I left to humor. jaw. That's uh, right yeah. Right. I
6: And now a transmission from the Raf Radio. Greetings eleven o'clock comicers. This is of course Raf, the legendary Wraithmaker on the Forums, the Raf Man of Zurinar, the legend that will live forever. I just want to drop a message for the guys at Eleven O'Clock Comics. Uh you know, they were they were talking about All Star Superman last week. They I'm pretty sure they're, they're probably gonna talk about it this week, but I wanted to just get my words in here. I think that it was a really good ending. It wasn't quite the ending I expected, but with Grant Morrison, you can never expect anything. He will always throw in a wrench into your mental plans there, and that's what I love about the man. He is a brilliant genius. Spoilers: um, I didn't expect Superman to die, of course, but the whole idea that Polaris, what Solaris, Solaris did with the sun was incredible, and the fact that he's constructing a heart for the sun and eventually going to return just shows that Superman truly is a modern deity and Grant Morrison ch- gives him that power and that respect and I always I've always loved Grant's work on Superman I mean ever since his JLA days and DC 1 million days I mean he he brings back Superman of uh, DC 1 million and uh, also Superman number six so I knew that there he would always return um, I just think that you know, it, it's, what's interesting is I think this could be sort of a justification for the electric blue Superman to come back because his cells are so supercharged, he he, he can for- his body could force an evolution and he'd become a pure energy being and need a containment suit again, but I don't think Grant was a fan of that era, and while I do have fond memories of it, I'm not, I don't want to see uh, energy Superman come back, although it'd be great just to see everyone go crazy. All right. My final words are All-Star Superman was amazing. The RAF Radia is evidence of that. Uh, I, d-
0: I did read something that I'm going to talk about next week, but I'm just going to do a little teaser for it. It's from Antarctic Press. I hope it's not that uh, big. A, a, no, uh, no, that's next week. A publisher that does not get nearly enough love. And <clears throat> Sorry. A publisher that peeing got me all worked up. <laughs> I need a drink. I need a drink.
2: Well, what'll come over?
0: A, a, you know, it's a Maramanga. so Chris is going to zone out for about fifteen minutes next time. <laughs> but oh,
2: wait, did you just it, say Neotopia?
0: Neotopia, yes. It's awesome.
4: No.
0: you
2: didn't like it. <clears throat> I got it for a free comic book day.
0: So did I. You did. You didn't like it.
2: You get what you pay for.
0: All right. exactly. <coughs> Fuck, I'm dying here. Go ahead, talk. Uh, it, put it uh, this way. If you're okay. in the mood for some Windsor McKay meets... meets <laughs> go ahead. Meets, go shut, ahead up, shut up. <laughs> oh, by
3: the way, if you like this.
0: It's, it's Windsor McKay meets Scott McCloud. you got to get it. It's awesome. Shut up, Wood. It's really good. I, I'm going to talk about it next week. With my dying breath. Uh, go ahead.
3: So I, I, was spewing- I think I
0: got some of his piss in my throat. Go ahead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was I was spewing some Marvel hate earlier because I'm I'm really not digging. Is on the hate Marvel? Um, David. I was just gonna say something nice. <laughs> oh,
1: go ahead.
0: Do it. Be nice.
3: Uh, every time I I. I I come to a point where I'm just like I really don't like what Marvel's putting out. An issue of Captain America comes out, yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. and and it just it just wraps me up like a big warm uh-huh. blanket. It says, I love you, Chris. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Captain America this month it wrapped up the third act in uh, in Brubaker's uh, uh, death of a um, uh, death of Captain America story, and it was awesome. And I am. I am completely okay with 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 Bucky Barnes being Captain America from here on out.
2: Bucky wow. smiles. Yeah, yep. It's, yep. it's 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 a good issue, and you have. I'm uh, um, I'm hoping, although it's more of a it's more of a criminal story than it would be a Captain America story, but I'm hoping uh, Sam doesn't put his pimp hat back on and turn Sharon out. But it is a uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's it, it was a really nice. Uh, cap to uh to the to the three parts that that were leading up to this i'm i'm like chris i'm looking forward to next month where we have you know the new captain america in an adventure where it's just it's not tied into picking over taking over for steve or or just you know it because there was even in this issue this issue he finally said you know steve he, he, he's not thinking like he's not trying to replace steve he he knows you know where steve rogers would do things differently but he in this issue he seems to be comfortable in the costume with that mm-hmm. title with the shield and and he's going to and now he's moving forward so it's uh i'm, he's I'm yes and i'm he's I'm ready him. I'm ready for him to be captain america in a new story that's not tied to tony stark or mm-hmm. or Picking up the mantle it's it's
3: uh and he's getting busy with Natasha, which is all good as well, well as as he
2: calls her Natalia, but yeah yeah that's uh it's uh it is good and it, and it looks pretty Steve Epting, uh' not going to matter the park, but it's uh that was good this week, another brew baker or that was good last week, no, another brew baker book would be uh, Daredevil I got bored with captain America
0: really? of course you did. Oh, it's yeah, so- just didn't no, care. It's- still delivering for me yeah yeah cool
3: it's um next issue might be a good time to jump back on vince because nah, it's not, uh not <laughs> it's, <laughs> not, no no so, uh, i mean because uh, david said it i mean the the story is is over it's wrapped up and and they're getting ready to to start telling captain america stories again it's just and gonna how, be how cool was
2: records. that last page with the red skull Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. It's
0: just like just like Joe Strummer says, I'm so bored with the USA, I don't want to read mm.
2: it. Don't care.
0: <sighs> oh. I don't care. How about if I buy Guardians of the Galaxy instead? Perfect. Cuz that sounds like something up my alley. Guardians. I'm going to get the I'm going to get the already, hardcover.
3: You're already getting Guardians, aren't you?
0: Nope, no. Nope. No, I'm getting oh. the hard. That's what I was talking about on the forum. This, this previews that came out today. I'm going to be so much in the hole this this time. There's like five or six hardcovers coming out, and three uh, must-have trade paperbacks. Not in addition to all my my singles, floppies mm-hmm. as I called them on the, oh, on the forum.
3: Oh, hey, I do have a, I do have a bitch this week. I know that surprises oh. everyone. Um, my wife is <laughs> out in
0: Chicago. Stop. Oh boy. <laughs>
3: don't you don't you talk oh about goodness. that dear woman that way, yeah, um, yeah, go ahead, no, um speaking about price of comics and that kind of stuff, I'm not talking about three ninety nine comics this week, but what is up with d c and their absolute editions getting really expensive all of a sudden? you remember whenever the smaller absolutes would would be like seventy five dollars hmm and then the really big you know Beefy ones like Crisis or um, uh, New Frontier; those were a hundred dollars. I was totally fine with that. Um, Ronin came out today. I, I had no idea that. I guess I didn't pay attention to the solicits. I don't read previews, but a hundred dollars for Ronin. Yeah, that's what and a yeah, yeah,
0: well, you're in, you're in printing. You you know what it takes to to go to press with a book like that. They probably think, uh, you know, let's just cover our losses and set a standard price for these things. I, I would, yeah, that's good. what that's my guess.
3: Well, I think it's uh, and and Chris Marshall will will let us know if I'm wrong, but I think they've got what the Sandman volume 4 absolute solicited and then nothing after that.
0: That's Ooh, that's, that's pretty ominous.
3: Well, no, I think they're going to the um, to the omnibus format, what they're doing with Starman. Right. I, right. I don't think that they're going to do any more of the absolutes. And if you think about it seriously, they're kind of stretching with Ronan. I, I think they're running oh, out of shit. Oh, I agree completely, skin. yeah. Yeah, they're, they're running out of shit.
0: Oh, I don't know about You know, I think what? Swamp oh. Swamp Thing deserves the format. Yeah, for than. They're oh come on let's don't be flippant
3: where the absolute <laughs> no where the absolutes have their strength is in is in great landmark or or self contained twelve issue runs that makes a perfect sized omnibus so
0: well all right it's not a twelve issue run, but definitely swamp thing most definitely invisibles why invisibles hasn't been absolute formatted up until now is a mystery to me with the way Grant Morrison is kicking ass these days yeah why I mean,
4: not inv- our trade sales that well you risk- know there's going to be an absolute type of why The Last Man for sure I mean, that'll be coming
3: mm, no I'll bet you I'll bet you they do the 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 Starman style omnibus on those
4: well, that could be uh, I guess that's true Ooh, speaking of Starman I that got solicited right Vince in this previews.
0: yep yep volume right. 2 that's one of the one of the hardcovers yeah Mm-hmm. and uh for, format uh, the minx format is dead as- advertised, as reported on our forum this uh
4: even an mean, unread publisher dies does anyone notice i mean i don't well <laughs> <they laughs> <aren't
0: actually, laughs> <laughs> there was some pretty big names to come out of Minx. Brian wood
3: well he didn't come out of minx he
0: well he participated in the josh what, josh, I mean.
3: josh howard um you know, I th- I thought it was a, uh, um, I um I like Cecil Castellucci's stuff in uh, in the Minx lines. I- was that
2: Minx or was that CMX?
3: No, it was Minx. That was okay. um, uh the plain Janes and that uh, was, okay. And, uh, at what point
4: does D C think that maybe Jim Lee needs to stick to drawing funny books and not running funny book companies? <sighs> hmm.
3: I thought Minx I, I thought Minx was a great idea. I thought it was, was it-, it was formatted perfectly for that manga crowd.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I thought they picked the right artist for that. I think they told some really good stories. Well, uh, it's something that I've felt along for a long time, and that is that um, people that read manga as their primary um, their primary focus have absolutely no, or, or almost no, interest in Western-style comics. You're not going to get manga readers to read American comic books, no matter how much you disguise them. And I think Minx proved that.
0: Yeah, I think you're right to a a, a certain extent. Uh, DC just boggles my mind how they can screw up a, a good thing, uh, especially in terms of their manga.
3: How did they screw up Minx?
0: No, 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 no. Their CMX line. Now, you know how fanatical and obsessive manga fans are they're they're ravenous for what they want and dc gets a series like uh i don't know how to pronounce it but i have the original japanese ones that tenjo tenje it's it's like a fight school yeah it's like a fight school type Mm -hmm. manga and they edit it and censor it and and republish it and uh so the the fan of this material already knows it's been tampered with. They're not going to buy it. Well, how could you screw up something like that? It, it, DC does not make sense to me in that respect, why they tinker with things that are proven sellers. Talk to Jim Lee. If a person who buys Tenjo Tenje is buying it for the crotch shots, and the, it, it's all cheesecake, and, and they mm-hmm. took all the explicit stuff out, like, okay, well, so what's the, what's the incentive to buy this thing now? It's, it's been, you've cut the balls off it. Why do I want it? And so, you know, now now the CMX line has a reputation as, as being censored and edited. And mm-hmm. it doesn't sell all that great. You know, it just makes no sense to me. Hmm. Shrink wrap it and put an advisory on it like all the other publishers.
3: Yeah. Just Problem make, make, make comics for adults. Don't worry yeah. about, I'm, I'm serious, don't worry about trying to attract the manga crowd because you're, you're not going to. Um, yeah, concept.
4: that's probably true. Yeah, so concentrate I, uh, on economics for adults. As I mentioned last week, I've been doing the Twittering thing a little bit. And <laughs> better uh, watch
0: that. Your vision's going to start to go.
4: I know, right? And uh, yeah. I exchanged a few tweets with uh, Mr. Rick Remender. And oh, I, got some dis- I got some disappointing news from him, though.
0: No, don't say it. What? I don't know, but I don't want to hear it if it's disappointing. <laughs> it's great.
4: Cool. Uh, So, I we were, we were chatting back and forth about how he seems to be putting out a Boatload of stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. and then I said, "Hey, man, really looking forward to crawl space. When's it going to be solicited? You know, the uh, what is it, the army of Frankenstein that we've talked about?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: and he he bounced back at me. Bad news. Uh, Kieran's busy with other projects, so we're putting him on the back burner. Hopefully, in '09.
0: Oh, so, son of a
4: bitch. Yeah. So, I mean, certainly they're not. <sighs> I mean, Rick's got a ton of other projects he's doing, so it's not like. You know it's, but yeah, I was pretty disappointed because obviously we all loved the uh, the over the top craziness of, of the triple uh, x zombies
0: so and, and under the table <laughs> well,
3: I, I, th- yeah, I i hope they i hope they uh, get that to to actually be on the big screen i was uh, before we recorded tonight, I was listening to uh, the uh talks
1: yeah, interview.
3: Yeah. And uh, and I was just to the point where they're talking about uh, talking about Crawl Space and Triple X Zombies, and uh, and I'm hoping that they they actually get that uh, get that on the big screen. Wouldn't that be kind of funny? That you know, out of all of the the great stuff that Remenders put out, that that is going to be the one that that you know, <laughs> gets made into a movie. Even though I tell you what. Hollywood is with with all of the options out there on stuff and all of the big budget comic book stuff. They're missing the boat on Fear Agent because that would be a oh yeah. Candy. And definitely, God, definitely, definitely. Can, can we can we get any anyone else out there to buy Fear Agent? Is it possible for us to pimp
4: that? Well, book we talked and about it a lot, people? and we're not the only ones. I mean, the fanboy guys talk about it. I mean, it gets love. It's it's we you know what it's like. It's like that. Uh, it's like. The, Every year, there's that one or two TV shows that all the critics absolutely adore, mm-hmm. and yet you can't get good ratings. That's what Fear Agent is, right? I don't know anyone that actually reads it and then talks or writes about comics that that doesn't like it. Or I should I shouldn't say anyone, but as we've talked about many times, very few people that actually have read it seem to, to not adore it. And yet, it's just uh, it's just not you know it's not doing it's not doing Kirkman numbers. It should be. I mean, I think it's, yeah. it's as good. It's, it,
0: it, it should be doing better than Kirkman, though. Well, either
4: way, I mean, but yeah, I'm saying yeah. it's, it's just—it's damn good. It's
3: just—it's an artist, fantastic. It's you know, better than anything anybody. with a scroll in it, I'll tell you that. Oh, snap. And
0: and and Daryl <sighs> reads hey, it. No, no. T- Come on, no, if Daryl no, reads I, it, getting, it, it's got to be good.
3: Serious. Would tell me tell me a book with a scroll in it that you enjoy more than than Fear Agent?
4: Um, honestly. No, I'm trying to think. um. It's tough. Only I mean, because I I am enjoying most of Secret Invasion, so I can't. I, so it's not. I, I mean, don't they're, think we're coming, they're 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 are not coming different at this from the, the same yeah. angle. But but yeah, but Fear Agent is one of my top books for sure. I, yeah. I mean, I adore I it. So, I, so so I'm, I'm anyway, not going to argue with you on that front. But I'm I'm not going. <laughs> but it's not because. I'm not, not gonna I'm it. not I'm not going to
3: back you into Bastion Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: That's my job.
3: Yeah, go go buy three.
2: Yeah, how's that Amazing Spider-Man working halfway? Woohoo hoo! The
0: last one was awesome. Yeah, well. I cause... couldn't, that, that last page, Chris, oh, you didn't read it.
4: Am <laughs> <laughs> uh, I to understand anti-venom actually heals fucking people? Uncle
0: Venom? Yeah. Yes, yes.
4: And Matt Gargan becomes a scorpion again, does that understand it?
0: Oh, how cool is that?
4: Yeah, I, don't, cool. I haven't read it, I'm the, just saying, I, I've been hearing these things.
0: It, it, it was amazing Spider Man 135 for me. You had, you had the green, uh, Norman Osborne back in the costume as the Green Goblin. Scorpion, you had Anti Venom, you had, uh, of course, Spider Man. It was just like, face it, true believer, this issue has everything. And it, it it's awesome. I, I, you know, I know blah, blah Blah does, it sells enough copies, but it is really, really good. <laughs> I, and I don't want to sound like a broken record because this is like three weeks in a row where I've sung the praises of Amazing Spider-Man. But God... Oh, I God forbid you know, talking about something you're enjoying. God, it's good. Waiting for the app. Ramita Jr. Ooh. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I love Jr.
0: Born been to draw Spider-Man. Why he was never tapped to to do the brand new day from day one, I do not understand. Because he's I'll working give the, on
2: everything else.
0: Yeah. Well, if he could do Kick-Ass and, and churn out Three weekly issues of Amazing Spider-Man. He's fast. That is damn fast. I don't know how many how much lead time he had, but uh, what ass is on what three now? Four. Four and plus three issues of Amazing. He's done more in <laughs> in, in like say three months than uh, the, your average comic book artist does in in a year. Well, well we don't you know. know how long he's been working on this stuff. Plus um, a, a nice string of Eternals issues before that, right? And World what War was he Hulk. working on? Well, let's not World War
4: Hulk. His debacle of World War Hulk.
0: <laughs> well, no, it wasn't a debacle. I think there was lack of enthusiasm based on the shitty storyline.
4: <laughs> oh, that's, that's a debacle, then. I'm sorry. No, but I'm that's not, not his I fault. I call I, bullshit I, on that. I call I bullshit on that. Romita Jr. For good or for bad, has been a Marvel guy his whole career, and he could have. He has sway. He could have said no to doing an event book if he like doing it. Had plenty of other projects he would have killed for him to do. So no, he was no. all on board for that World War Hulk and it was and it was not, it was not, uh, you know, maybe in comparison, maybe if it wasn't John Romita Jr.'s name on that cover, I would have thought differently, but I've read just about everything he's ever done uh, or close to it and I'm a fan and that, that World War Hulk art was a disgrace relative to, to what I expected. Oh,
2: it wasn't. Oh, I don't that... know about all that. I'm it, sorry. It, it was...
4: I, I think it, at best it was rushed. At best. At worst, it was it was. Oh, uh, that might have also been a his, uh, his unnamed yeah. apprentice to try and mimic him.
1: Ooh, <laughs> the nap
4: Wow, nice. I'm sorry. I, I I thought World War Hulk was a better story than it was in a drawn comic. I really
2: did, and that's not saying a yeah. Well, yeah, the so nice one was feet away. The, the, the story was poop. Well, I th- Whatever. I,
3: I, there was some speculation. That there were some inking issues. On <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. It's always the inkers. The inkers fuck up everything. What's wrong with them? We should just put the pencils through Photoshop and darken them. <laughs> End of story.
4: By the way, uh, David,
0: uh-huh. so yes, you're, sir. On,
4: you're on the Twitter. Uh, are you as, as baffled as I am by Matt Fraction's tweets? Do you think he oh, tries to just his, put up two things? His,
0: his, his teats. <laughs> <laughs> There's <teeps>. There's <laughs> what is it what is a tweet in a is that a message oh okay do they have they call them tweets
1: yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: that needs a, a, a more i don't know manly
2: name okay. yeah. i just got a, i just got a tweet that's great
0: but david are you, are so, you it sounds like a, you
2: follow him a heart palpitations. yes i do yeah he uh it's pretty he, pretty weird right yes Yeah, it's like it's like he's uh, he just went to the dentist and the uh, the novocaine is wearing off or something, and he's just making his way to the yeah. It really is. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would enjoy that. Yeah, you'd you'd, yeah. It's
4: entertaining sometimes because it's completely out of left field, and he just he'll just ping like every hour or two with something completely obtuse, and then he never engages in conversation. At
1: least not with. At least not.
4: So
0: the the tweets are sent to everyone on the list. Everyone, yes. Oh, see, that's dangerous for me. Because I, I, I would just okay, type things that I probably here, wouldn't here, want everybody to. Here,
2: here's one. Look, my dad used to mow Stan Lee's lawn, so I think I know what the fuck I'm doing, okay? Now, get me some cocaines.
4: <laughs> yeah, he quotes a lot of... Like, he'll quote things <laughs> at, randomly and expect you to figure
2: out what. That's
0: his, pretty uh, funny. Yeah. So but but then as but then, if somehow know,
2: mowing stanley's lawn makes you a great comic book writer but uh but then he uh he'll he'll go on to say you know did i really submit a complete or very near complete outline for the next 12 issues of iron man today yes yes i did so at least we know that'll be going on for another year but then you have you know jason gedrick is like the Boz gags of the acting game a country western pearl covered with blood washed off by baptismal rains Oh, I'm I'm gonna jump on his list. That's good. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's gold. And then and then and then, you know, to contrast that, that someone someone who's more just, you know, a little bit more subdued who will tell you what's on his mind is B. Clay Moore. I love reading oh, his yeah. tweets. His are great. Yeah. Is, is there a way to
0: get that, that Twit stuff It's free you now? Just go to twitter dot com and sign up. Oh no, right, oh. I am signed up. More, but I is well, there please. is there an applet that you can float on your on your desktop while yes. you're doing your yes. work. Yes, yes. Oh, cool. Mac. See, yeah. Twirl, Yeah,
2: yeah, that's right.
4: And you can oh, good. See, you then know, I'm. They have Mac ones. I think you're a Mac guy, right? They have they have
0: ones that are optimized
2: for Mac, ones that are Windows. Yeah, twirl. Fortunately, use twirl. not at work. Yeah. Twirl. twirl. Okay. Yeah, oh. twirl's good.
4: I use TweetDeck because you can enlarge it to you know fill
2: up the whole page and have columns tweet and stuff. Deck. Deck, uh, not Dick. Not <laughs> sweet Dick. <laughs> uh, you follow, uh, follow Tom and
3: uh, and hear about how the uh, the Brewers are tormenting. Him. <laughs> yeah, you Kater. can follow
2: Norton and his song of the day. Of day. Uh, Mr. Loika uh, posts. Uh, yeah, Pat Loika, Dave now. Wachter, uh, the iFanboy like guys. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, like Cal L in All Star Superman number twelve, we are we are can we are going down a degrading path right now into nothingness. Oh, it's, not even about, it's, it's not even about comics anymore. We didn't even talk about We're breaking air. up. We're, we're talking about
4: the comics social
0: network. Oh, I didn't read air number one again, so we're going to have to do it next Hilarious. week.
1: Hilarious. Yeah. You let the air Chris, out of
0: that one, but I'm bummed. I, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks for being with us. That's all she wrote. Yeah, you could, have, you could have stopped
2: this 15 minutes ago, folks.
0: Yeah, but I think, you know, it's real life. It's reality-based
2: oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what they tune in for. They got to got Well, <laughs> what's stopping you? Borrow <laughs> Wood's phone and go take a leak.
4: Read Image
5: Comics.
0: Yes. <laughs> Read And buy by by Witchblade and while you're at it. And it doesn't make sense to me, Wood, getting back to this Neotopia, does not make sense to me why Antarctic Press would give a book away for free comic book day that's out of print. What's the? Where's the logic there? Because I I did a little search on Amazon because I want volumes, the rest of the of the the series, mm-hmm. and most of them are out of print. That's insane! It's crazy.
4: Uh, well, I I can't answer the question because, um, I certainly had absolutely no desire ever to buy another volume of that after reading it. So
0: did you did you read it? I did. And you didn't like it? Seriously? What? We'll, I seriously uh, we'll, didn't we'll like talk it. about it. I thought it was. Excellent, most excellent.
4: Again, I'm not a manga most fan, excellent. so I, maybe that's but, part but, of the problem. But I just uh, it
0: it doesn't even look like manga. It's very it, uh, it looks it's like, very uh, American.
4: It looks like screenshots of, of bad anime to me.
0: Oh my God! Next week, <laughs> folks. All right.
3: It's wood. Oh, oh yes, yeah, Scotch.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, you you you're both insane.
3: Good it's drawing not is manga, good
0: drawing. It's no, it's good frickin' solid drawing and storytelling. It's great. Rod I'm Espinoza. He Oh, no, it's awesome. Ah, oh, goodbye. Let's next week.
3: What's Wood's wrong, I don't want to be right.
0: I gotta go go. <laughs>
3: yeah, say goodbye.
0: Read Witchblade. Ghost Rider. And don't and if you're ever a guest on a podcast, please don't pee.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a host of a podcast, feel free to be. Oh there you go. <sighs> yeah. Damn.
0: Technicality. You got me. See ya. Bye bye. <laughs>